pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to The Abolitionist's Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. And this is Phil Stargell, and this is The Abolitionist's Roundtable of Michigan. And we are coming to our studios at the Wham Street station of uh, Wham. And uh, on my left this morning is Bruce Flurry. Good morning, Bruce. I uh, see it's good to have you back from assignment. All well, right. I'm back on, well, I'm actually I'm, I'm back on assignment, but uh, you know my weekends are free now because of the scheduling. Uh, because of the scheduling now, so we're. Uh, we're good to go. We're oh, good right. to go, and it, it, it's 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 good to be back to work. You know, even though you got to do a couple of couple of things before you go into the uh, facility, you have your temperature taken, uh, complete a survey. But uh, you know, if you're uh, if you're not running a fever or haven't experienced any uh, COVID nineteen symptoms, you're good to go. And I've been good to go, you know, from the very from the very uh, beginning of this whole thing. And uh, uh, you know. We have when we should have people. We we need to have people back, being productive, back you know contributing contributing to our economy, uh, to bring it back to uh, you know uh, a certain level at least uh, the where we can build on in the coming months. Um, no, our governor decides and that she's going to uh, in effect lock everything down, keep uh, people from. Yeah, just going out, doing their, you know, doing their, going about their business, living their normal lives, and a perfect example of this is this gentleman up in Owasso, this 77-year-old barber, Phil, who had his license taken away without a hearing or without notice. Now, yeah, Phil, yeah. What is wrong there? And what do they propose that he does for the rest of his time? You know, at 77 years old. Yeah, well, people are at the end of the people are are literally Phil at the end of their uh, financial ropes here. A lot of folks, uh, you know, how would you like to be called non-essential? You yeah. know, yeah. And, uh, Andrew Wilkow brought this up on his program on on uh, Sirius XM on the uh, the Wilkow majority. Uh, you know, after a while, Phil, that starts to play and take its toll rather on your psyche. On yourself, uh, your your sense of self worth and 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 sense of pride. People out there work because they get a lot of satisfaction out of what they do. They're very good at what they do. I'm very good at what I do. You're very good at what you do. You don't want to be cooped up. I don't want to be cooped up. We want to be out there producing, uh, you know, as well as consuming, being productive members of our society, contributing to something. And leave an example for the generation and generations that are going to come after us. That yes, there is value in work. There is dignity in going out there, rolling up your sleeves, getting your hands dirty, so to speak, and just doing all the things that we normally do. Let's get back to normal. To, to heck with this 
dictator up there in Lansing. She says, Phil, this is what she says. And I want this to sink in to the audience, okay? She said in a uh, report on WJRT television, which is in the uh, Flint Saginaw Bay City area, she mm -hmm. said that her coronavirus orders are not suggestions, they are not optional, they are not helpful hints. In other words, what she says goes, Phil. How about that? Did, did we elect a governor or did we elect a dictator? Well, uh, by all uh, uh, appearances, uh, I think we elected a dictator. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and and proof of that is the, um, the weekend uh, when they had uh, a couple of demonstrations up there, yeah, there yeah. was uh, there was uh, somebody that had a baby doll, a Barbie doll, or something with a uh, with a rope around his neck, and somebody proclaimed it to be a hate crime. Well, well you know, uh, but since when? No matter how offensive, since when does free speech become a hate crime? Now, if well, that's the case. I, I, I consider what the governor had on her head when she wore that hat that said Planned Parenthood is, uh, makes America great. I think that is a hate crime. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you're absolutely right, Phil. This this this, this woman is, and, and I tried to warn people before the election, okay, what you're doing, what you're going to be, if you vote for this person, you are voting to kill more unborn children, not just unborn black children, but unborn children of all races and colors. And and they didn't listen. Yeah. And 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 and, and the problem that we have is that uh, there is always um, no matter what the 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 issue is, the left or the Democrat Party seem to be able to frame it mm -hmm. to make them look in the you know in the broadest brightest light, and anybody else that objects to that opinion is is painted as being a racist or uh, a misogynist or yeah. xenophobic or what all of these words that they keep throwing around, but yeah. they're nothing but political ways of being politically correct, which. Right. Communist. It's yeah. a communist. It's yeah. a communist ploy. Well, but yeah, let's let. Why don't we throw that word around a little bit? Because that, that that's a word that seems to have been, uh, you know, uh, relegated to uh, yes. the nineteen the nineteen eighties. No, communism did not die with the fall of with the, uh, the with the fall of the Berlin Wall or the with the downfall of the Soviet Union. Yeah. So. So this is what we have to do. We, uh, we've, we've often said it um, and on this program mm -hmm. that we have to take back the language and, and we have to take back the high ground. And so yeah. one of the ways that we do that is we have to start judging people and, uh, and, 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 Getting back to our traditional values, yeah, and not yeah. allowing uh, allowing uh, things like China for all of their wrongdoing, 
we have no uh, we have no ability to criticize them because the the uh, the political correctness, the communist uh, viewpoint of uh, opposition has turned it into a, a thing that anytime you disagree with the communists, with the socialists, with the left, anytime you disagree with them, then they go to the very essence of hate and say that you're a racist or some kind of a ist that has nothing to do with what the original intent of the 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 idea that you had to try to explain why it is you oppose what they they are putting out, and, yeah. and for for me, the, what the China, communist Chinese have done over the last uh, six months and maybe uh, last couple of years, and particularly in in uh, taking co uh, communist philosophy and taking advantage of the openness of our free market uh, market society. And they, mm -hmm. they, uh, they've redefined capitalism. Well, yeah, their, 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 their form of capitalism is, a, uh, is a, uh, an authoritarian form of uh, basically what you call crony capitalism. You know, capitalism is based on freedom, Phil. It's based on our ability to to interact individually, individually with, with each other on a daily basis. Hundreds of millions of transactions take place every day in a free market economy, and that is what allows us to, you know, to uh, to advance economically, to put more more money in people's pockets, and at the same time to be able to uh, to innovate. To, uh, to to invent things, to make life better for everybody. You know, it was, there was a time around the turn of the last century when the automobile, Phil, was considered a luxury item. Yes. But then Henry Ford came along. He had a better idea. And, uh, you know, he, in, in terms not of inventing the automobile itself, but in making the means of production more efficient and produce more, more units per hour and thereby yes. lower the cost yeah. This is this this is this is what Adam Smith and John Locke and all these other great uh, you know econo economic uh, philosophers of the uh, at the 18th century they that's what they were getting at when they uh, you know when they wrote Wealth of Nations and other books. Yeah, but the Chinese, you know, but the Chinese have turned it around, turned it upside down on its head to where you have massive central planning at the top, and it's supposed to filter down to the bottom when. The exact opposite is true with capitalism, where you have the individual that is using his, using his, his faculties be, between his uh, between his ears, using his brain power, using his the the, the, the knowledge and the uh, the expertise that he has to bring a new product or a new idea or even even better means of producing that product to market to make it more more affordable, to make it less expensive, and to make it more available to the general public. And and what the uh, what the Chinese did was was they turned around turned that concept around of making the product affordable, and mm -hmm. what they did was they they started out and made things affordable until they captured the and monopolized the market and then they raised the prices 
in this yeah. it, it was and it was never more uh, 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 vivid than when uh, this co- uh, this coronavirus hit and they took cornered the market on all of the the personal protection de- uh, devices and yeah. uh, ended up showing us how vulnerable our supply lines are. Hey, we That's right. Mill Harris on the line. Yeah, and, uh, I would like to get to get his idea on uh, on this, uh, and we're going to go to line one. Good morning, Mill. Mill Harris. Hey, Mil, Good morning, how you doing, Good you morning uh, Bruce. Uh, I really appreciate this opportunity. I won't be long because I know your program is short, so I'm going to get right to the point, and that is this: it's time for all patriots to come to the aid of their country. What we are witnessing is fascism on steroids. Governor Whitmer, which I call Gretchen, you're saying is carrying out the fascist dictates that are common to the Democrat Party, the party of slavery, racism, segregation, Jim Crowism. This is common with them. When they talk about social distancing, they really talk about segregation. And the Democrat Party, Socialist Party, has had an affiliation with the Nazis. And they, you know how the Nazis did the Jews. And so this is similar in both cases, with slavery and with the Jews, of dictating, telling people where they can go, where they can't go, what they can do, and what they can't do. I am witnessing, uh, Bruce and, and Phil, this fascism that is going to destroy this country. If we don't step up and fight and turn this thing around, and what I'm suggesting to everybody who hear me today, and I'm calling on Bruce, Phil, Ron Edwards, Gary and Cindy, Gary Devine, mm-hmm. Sheila and Janice, and Elizabeth, and everybody who I know to join in this fight, that on the 4th of July, all patriots are going to take back, they, they're going to reclaim their independence. They're going to reclaim their liberties. They're going to reclaim the Constitution, and they're going to reclaim one nation under God. And I'm calling on people on the 4th to have a massive nationwide mobilization where we come out, we're going to fly our flags, blow our horns, take our masks off, and let these soldiers know that we're not going to take it no more. I am angry. I am super angry. And saying I hope that everybody else that hear my voice understand that I am angry. Because, see, there are, I can't even get a haircut without walking in with a Chinese mask on. I mean, if we don't take back this country, and because we are in the second revolutionary war, and too many people died and fought to give us the freedoms that we have, and these people are using this coronavirus, this concocted uh, pandemic, to invoke socialism and take our freedoms away. And if we don't stand up on the 4th of July, year 2020, we're going to reap the whirlwind of socialism and communist one state. And, and, and Phil said uh, uh, last, last week, I think it was, that we're in a win-or-lose situation. We're going to either win it or lose it. We don't have another chance. You look at what these people are doing. They are putting people in jail, taking away their license, flying Chinese drones over their head. You know, this is fascism. And if you love fascism, if you love communism, then this is what you're going to get. And I'm saying, listen, word of mouth. I want everybody, and then the one, every name that I've called, Phil, Bruce, Ron Edwards, Gary, Cindy, every, uh, uh, Sheila, everybody who I know and those who I don't know and those who hear my voice, 
we must make Fourth of July a massive celebration. We must come out, blow our horns, fly our flags, and declare that we will not take it anymore. We're not going to let these people put prisoners out of jail and put us in jail. You had Sal- Sally, uh, Shelley, I think, up there, Luther, who was jailed. The barber up uh-huh. here in Michigan was jailed. Then you got a dictator yeah. up here in Lansing telling people, you can't bring your guns, but they can have their guns. The state police and her security have guns, and nothing in the Constitution yeah. said that we can't have them. And we better wake up and understand this, Bruce, and everybody else. We, yeah. on the 4th of July, and I'm depending on you all to tell everybody that you know, I got some people that's going to work out a social media campaign where we're going to send social media notifications all over this country. On the 4th of July, it's over. We're not going to take it anymore. This is this socialism, fascism that they, they, they've been longing for. You remember when Obama said that he was going to transform this country? And people allowed it, never took him to task. They, they allowed him to come forth and pretend that he was black, even though his mother was white. And we know this, it's the woman who feeds the child. So how did he become so black that people was afraid to criticize him? This is what has happened to this country. They have taken away our language. They say that gay yeah. means homosexual. Yeah. You can't fly a Confederate flag, but you can fly a homosexual flag. You see, they take, yeah. they made like they are for life while they're killing thousands of babies by abortion. I'm saying to everybody, right. listen to me. If you are a patriot, if you are not afraid, come out and fight on the 4th of July. And if you don't want to fight, then get out the way. You saying we don't want this independent, this nonsense about uh, uh, I'm in the middle. No, no, no. This is do or die. This is it. So yeah. I'm saying uh, all this week, and that for every week from now to the fourth, every time I get a chance, I'm gonna tell people: tell your neighbor, tell your friend, tell your pastor, tell anybody you know, your politician. The United States will not be taken for granted. We will not lose. And so I'm saying on the fourth of July, this is what I'm calling it. We're going to mm-hmm. reclaim our Constitution. We're going to reclaim our independence. We're going to reclaim one nation under God, and we're going to reclaim our liberties. So, fellas, I know time is limited, but I want anybody who hear my voice to write you all, uh, Bruce and Phil, and let you know if they want to join in on this, because we've got to go with or without them. You see? Because if we don't, we're going to lose this nation. And I had a whole lot to say, but time won't allow it. But you know what I'm saying. And, and, yeah. and if you read, I'm going to read this, I'm read this right quick, Bruce. Genesis 50 and 20. Read that. Your text tells you about that. Read Ephesians 6, Ephesians 6 and 12. Read John 8, 32, and read Psalm 7, 11. You'll get all the messages that you need to know what we have to do. Okay? All right, Mel. I certainly appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to come well, on I got and you, uh, give us this, that, this fight. that heads up about what what we expect to see on the 4th of July as we claim, reclaim our our constitutional right and independence to live and, as yes. free Americans. Yeah, and, 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 and look, this is serious. Because the only way, you, Bruce, we're going to stop the fascism that you see and are witnessing up there in Lansing, the only thing where yeah. you're going to stop the fascism where a, a homosexual man in Chicago can get her hair done, but other people can't go out. You see? 
The only way we're going to stop yeah. this attack, the only way we're going to get high in the world, where in the Constitution it says you put people out of their livelihood. Life means livelihood. And, 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 and life, everything in life has a side effect. And the side effect of life is living. If you can't live you said, and, and have a life and do for, produce for your family and yourself, what good is saving us from corona? I mean, you, you right. so uh, I'm True. saying this is a farce, and if we don't put these people on notice that we will not take it no more, I am angry, Bruce, and feel I am so angry, I don't know what to say. I'm angry because so many white people allowed Ali Obama to get away with what he got away with, you saying when they said in, in the year 2012 they took God out of their platform, and then nobody came and went back to Obama and asked him if he approved. When you let Joe Biden, with a connection to China, China, you're saying tell the people that when they when he went to uh, uh, um, went there to uh, 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 what's the name of the country? Uh, I'm trying to say he went there and he told him he wasn't going to get no money. And they, and they told him, he told Joe Biden, you you're not the Ukraine. president. Yeah, Ukraine. He told him that you're not the president. That's what they told him. He said that's what they said. And, and Joe Biden mm-hmm. said, well, go back and ask him. Well, who in the hell do you think he was talking about? He was talking about Obama. Okay? But well, nobody went back no. there and talked to him about it. So we got all these no. dictators up there, Nancy Pelosi, you understand, uh, Chuck Schu. Chuck Schumer and all these people, and if we don't stop them, Phil, Bruce, we are going to be the ones who suffer under socialism and communism. Because as Phil told me years ago, communism succinctly means one-party rule, and that's what we got. We got these fascist blue state governors, you understand, and administrators who are destroying this country. So I'm saying... From now, from now until well, we, the Fourth of July, every week, let's tell your neighbor, your friend, everybody else, we must mobilize massively, bring out our flags, fly our horns, come out of these sanctuaries, okay, out of the shadows, and take care of this got, country. So I'm going to let you go. Break, okay. so we're coming up on a break. So uh, okay, take care now. Thank you very much for your comments, and uh, we will uh, we will be looking forward to the Fourth of July. Oh Thanks yeah, so oh much. yeah. Okay, fellas, bless. And, mm-hmm. All thank right. You. And, and Phil, one thing before uh, we go to break, I just saw, got a, uh, I got a message uh, from the Michigan Conservative Coalition. Operation Haircut is taking place on the afternoon of May 20th on the uh, Capitol lawn up in Lansing from noon to three. Uh, if you need a free haircut, that's the place to go. Well, <laughs> but yeah. be sure that you're respectful. Make sure you practice social distancing. Leave your flag or your confederate flags and your guns at home because all that does is give the media something to talk about well you know i got a lot to talk about <laughs> you and, and you and i both have a lot to talk about well, we'll be doing that on the other side of the uh, the broadcast uh, real soon but well, it needs to be talked about and, t- and tell who was the people that put the confederate flag up because yeah. they have gotten a good pass on it by calling Everybody and anybody that disagrees yep. with them are racist, and uh-huh. therefore that anything that was racist that happened in the past had to happen because of the people that are the the, the new sort of racist that they they uh, gave that title to. Listen, yeah. uh, we uh, we're gonna go to Gary. Let him get on, and uh, we can hold him over. And if that's yeah. uh, it, go ahead, Gary. Good morning, Gary. Hey, good morning. Uh, yeah, Milt's absolutely right. Fourth uh, of July, twenty twenty. Everybody, come out. 
But what we're seeing here is the exact reason why the Democrat Party should have been dissolved decades ago. They're doing exactly what they did after the Civil War, which is even in defeat, yeah. they, they pushed their agenda. They uh, did not want to give the slaves their freedom, so they enacted all kinds of rules and laws to keep them down. They're doing it now with the whole nation, even in defeat, even after we elected Donald Trump to turn everything around. They're using their power to keep everybody down. And it's up to us to. Okay, uh, Gary. Hold on, Gary. Hold on. We'll let you finish that thought after the break. That's right. If you'd like to join the conversation, that number is always 734-822-1600. And we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. Okay, real quick, we're going back to Gary from Hazel Park. Go ahead, Gary. Yeah, thanks for holding, Gary. Hey, not a problem, brother. And uh, see, it's a this has been a major national debacle. The whole thing was started with a lie, millions dead, you know, and we're all going to die. Uh, and now the numbers have yeah. turned out to be completely opposite of that. We find out that numbers are inflated. And besides that, and as far as I'm concerned, and this could be harsh, so be it. It's better that we lose 100,000, 200,000 Americans to keep our freedom our Constitution, and our God-given rights. Because if we lose those things, it doesn't matter if you're dead. It doesn't matter if you're alive. Then you're a slave to the system, and we will live lives of treachery and dread because we won't know what to do from minute to minute because the government's watching us, Big Brother's watching us. Your life will be nothing but fear. So you might as well just throw yourself off a bridge at that stage. So it is better. How many people died in the Civil War? 600,000 people died. That was a tragedy, but they died for freedom. They died for the freedom of people they didn't even know. So we should be able to, or at least be willing to lay down our lives for the freedom of every American during this crisis. Because if if that's what it takes, so be it. It is us or them. It's either freedom or tyranny, and I will not live under tyranny. So if I have to die in the cause of freedom— I'm all for it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, and and the thing is, Gary, uh, in this in this atmosphere that we have right now, people have lost sight of the fact that you are taking a risk every time you step outside your house. Okay, you're taking a risk. Other things, even inside your house, you know that type of thing. And we can't live this way. We cannot live in fear. Okay, uh, these protests, Gary. And the reaction to them, you know, made me think that we need to start uh, re-examining our relationship to our government. Are we in charge, like the founders intended, or are the uh, this is is this handful of uh, a relative handful of, of career politicians and unelected bureaucrats? Are they the ones calling the shots? What has happened to us? You know, Thomas Paine, Gary, in Common Sense, wrote this. 
Government, even in its best state, is but a necessary evil, and its worst state is an intolerable one. Now, well, that's those, absolutely those right. And uh, justice proof. What, yeah. What we've been allowed to happen over the last hundred years is the government, the federal government, to take powers it was never intended to have. It sucked all the that's power right. away from the states, from Lansing, and they, they've got it all in Washington. And so we're no yeah. longer a federalist society. We have become a, um, uh, well, tyranny, tyranny from the yeah, state. Yeah. And, and, and uh, that's, that's uh, the way it is. And that's, the, uh, and that's the that's the thing that we've been trying to avoid for the last 250, 300 years in this mm -hmm. country, to have a country where the people are represented and the people are the ones that tell the representative where uh, the 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 holes in the system are, and, and, and let's get on it and patch them up. Uh, well, thanks so much uh, for your call this morning, and uh, we're going to go to Ed from Ypsilanti. Uh, Ed, uh, Ed. you're on, you're on uh, Ed on not, line two, is it? Go ahead, Ed. Hey. I think I'm on line two. How's that? Am I okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should I go over to line one? <laughs> morning guys okay. okay all right i've heard two things that i disagree with this morning from two guys that i really respect all right one was july 4th and the other one was federal tyranny i'm not facing a federal tyranny right now i'm facing a a, a state tyranny i don't feel threatened by by the federal government at the moment i feel i feel threatened by the government and lansing and by God, I don't see why we should wait till July for anything. And, and all respect yeah. due to Milt, driving around, waving our flags, didn't do much good at Operation Roadblock in Lansing. And it didn't do much good to go up there and parade in front of Lansing with a handful of guns and a bad bad press, poor media. It's 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 just feel good stuff. It's if we don't win in this, if we don't win this and set this right in the courts. We talk about dying for freedom. We're going to have to be figuring out right now who we're going to follow in a fight because it's going to be a fight. It has to be a fight. Yeah, I think a lot of people have uh, forgotten that we are we are fighting now. It's a cold. Oh, it's a cold war, war now. I'm not are. talking about a cold war, and I'm not dying at the hands of a virus either. Yeah, it's it's time right. that people who have been trained, who know what to do, who are patriots. You got to remember, in the Revolutionary War, I don't believe we had a majority that supported the the revolutionary uh, effort in this country. You know, they talk about the three percent. I don't know what the actual real percentage was of people who fought or actually supported the effort against King George, but I'm willing to bet it was less than fifty percent then. Yeah, but about a third. I our, think if we want our liberties and our freedoms respected. It may come time to, to to walk into Lansing with more than car horns and flags. Yeah. And, well, and, you know, I understand the We have to do what we have to do. And if that time comes up, then we have to be willing to do it. Mm -hmm. Well, the time now is to figure well, out. See, there was a time that we had honored military leaders, particularly retired leaders, that people would respect, somebody like a General Smedley Butler in the 30s. Mm -hmm. 
We need to find out who that person is now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I know there's I'm one, very there's, there's one gentleman that's getting re-raked over the coals pretty good right now, isn't there? Exactly right. So thanks a lot so much for okay. your call, Ed. And uh, we are going to go to line uh, line one and, and Joe from Wyandotte. Good morning, Joe. It's been a while. Joe, how you doing, Chief? Doing okay. Doing okay. You guys were talking about the... Uh, uh, media distractions or what the media uses as distractions, the flags or the guns or this last time, this nut James Chapman who was there yeah. with a Barbie doll on a noose, of course, became the latest distraction and deflection. Uh, he apparently, they're calling him a Republican. Well, if you have $100, you could call yourself whatever you want to get yourself on the ballot. <laughs> and apparently he did that. I don't remember what district it is, uh, but there's like seven people running in the primary. But so, of course, they're going to try to say he represents all Republicans when, of course, in reality, uh, he would never, ever have gotten petition signatures to get on the ballot as a member of the GOP. And in, November, in August, real conservatives and platform GOP voters will quickly kick this moron to the curb. And not surprisingly, like we've said, the press uses that as him being a loon as a deflection, as a distraction from covering the real issues of Whitler's tyrannical and unconstitutional executive order. Avoid the facts at all costs and focus on the loon. But the party of loons, the left, the Democrats, the crazies like Ocasio-Cortex, they try to normalize or avoid entirely. But if they have to cover them, they... Like you had said, paint them in the best light possible. Yeah. Well, you're right about that, uh, Joe. And, and, and this is this is what this is what you expect from you know the uh, the, the 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 mainstream uh, press, the electronic media, and that type of thing these days. Uh, you know, Sean Hannity said a long time ago that they don't practice true journalism anymore. All they are is a bunch of advocates. And what ha what has happened is we have witnessed the death of a great American institution which is uh, the fourth estate. The fourth estate was supposed to, originally intended, uh, guys, to keep the government in line, to keep our politicians honest. But instead, over time, the fourth estate has actually become a fifth column with one purpose, and what purpose is mine, and that is to usher in this collectivist, uh, totalitarian society that, uh, that they have been uh, dreaming of for over 100 years. Yeah, it's a shame that people still out there just have not caught on to the Olinsky tactics. And for every yeah. James Chapman loon who claims to be on the right, there are 99 yeah. we could point out on the left that gets ignored. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, thanks, thanks so much for your call, Joe. Right. And Take care, my friends. I love you, brothers. God bless. Uh, yeah, don't, don't take so long between calls, good my friend. Come on. <laughs> okay, we're going uh, right quick. Uh, we're going to go to Tim from Westland. Yeah, good morning, uh, good morning uh, Tim. Good morning. Thanks
So I got no you. problem. You're more, you're okay, more than now, now I can hear you. Now I can hear you. Uh, I want to talk about how the Republicans have screwed up uh, what they should have done first before trying to sue the governor for her abuse of power would have been to pass articles of impeachment in, in the uh, representatives and get the Democrats in the Senate on record as supporting this. Uh, because that yeah. is a tool that is in their hand to use, and they failed to do so. And now going to court, who knows how long that will get dragged out when they could have had yeah. Democrats on record as supporting this for the upcoming election. Well, you know, uh, on Channel 2 this morning, they had a little report of the uh, the uh, both sides arguing in front of a judge about whether these uh, executive orders are, are unconstitutional or not. And, uh, you know, the, the judge hasn't made a decision yet. This is almost like that judge in the Flynn case who's uh, dragging his feet, running away from uh, things, trying to, uh, you know, trying to... Uh, I guess play this thing out till uh, who knows till November. So you're right. Um, yeah, I was thinking articles of impeachment myself because that is a much swifter and more uh, transparent way to uh, to get this uh, to get this into the public's uh, the public attention. Uh, you guys putting the ad there at the end of the show for sending a donation. I want to send in a donation and uh, a copy of my book that I've got published now on the electoral great. college. Well, great, fantastic. You guys put that your address out because I got to mail it to you since you guys are all working from home. <laughs> so uh, you got P.O. Box in Garden City or something. Well, uh, you, you, do you have our post office box number? I'll, I'll write you. You announce it at the end of the show? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, I'll write it down when that comes out. Yeah, P.O. Box. Okay, cool. P.O. Box. Uh, you listening here? Uh, yeah. P.O. Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135. I hope that helps. Got it. Got it. Well, okay, thank great. you so much for your call, and thank you so much for your interest in uh, in uh, in sending uh, us your book. Uh, we'll uh, great. Look forward to seeing it for, for paying your bills. Oh. All right. Yeah, exactly. That's that's wonderful. Thanks very much. We appreciate that. And, and again, that's a reminder to everybody that uh, this is a listener-supported broadcast, and we do uh, depend on the generosity of our of our listeners. I know times are tough right now. But uh, you know, this is uh, this is a great way to uh, uh, to uh, you know, expend a little bit of that expendable income. So uh, all right, again, you can you check out. So to, uh, yeah. All right. Okay, great. So again, send that check to uh, Art of Michigan, PO Box one three five, Garden City, Michigan four eight one three five. Back to you, Phil. <laughs> all, right. all right. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks again. Um, so we uh, are getting uh, close to time for commentary it's going to be uh, a little bit so i'm not going to go back to the lines right now but uh but you uh wanted to open up a subject about um what that what was that subject that you wanted to get to Bruce? well again what i was saying is that these protests and the over over these executive orders yeah and they're justifiable protests obviously you know because uh, you know, we did not elect a governor. We we uh, evidently we did not elect a governor. Now we have a uh, we have a we have a petty dictator, and you know that got me to thinking, Phil, about what as I mentioned before, what is our relationship as citizens to our government? Um, you know, you look at uh, you look at some of the great uh, 
some of the great thoughts that uh, have been expressed through the history of our country, and even before that, uh, uh, James Madison, for instance, in Federalist 51 said, if men were angels, no government would be necessary. If angels were to govern men, neither external nor internal controls on government would be necessary. In framing a government which is to be administered by men over men, the great difficulty lies in this. You must first, and this is important, you must first enable the government to control the governed, and in the next place, oblige it to control itself. That is where things have gone off the rails, Phil. Madison was dead on when he wrote this in Federalist 51. We created the federal government. The states created the federal government. They gave up their rights to uh, coin uh, money, to, uh, to, uh, you know, to, to conduct their own foreign policy, to do all these other things, and because it wasn't getting done the way it was supposed to be to have a viable national government. That's why we have a constitution. And that's why we have a limited number of powers. If you look at Article 1, Section 8, it's called uh, 18 enumerated powers. And, uh, you know, that is, and we've got to get back to that. We've got to get back to that yesterday. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, yeah, let's, uh, we're going to hear from Ron Edwards uh, momentarily, but I just wanted to get that out to the, uh, to the uh, to the listening audience and get their perspective on it. Well, and so in in the meantime, what we uh, why don't we go to to our lines? Uh, it seems to be uh, maybe we might have a little bit of a problem here. So let's go to Henry from Ann Arbor uh, on line one, I think. Henry, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for what you do, and I look forward to your show every week. Uh, just a little Thank side you. note. Uh, 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 on what Milt said, respect his comments and his opinions and his positions immensely. But every country has a Fourth of July. America has Independence Day. My wife reminded me of that frequently. She's absolutely right. Language does matter. So we have Independence yep. Day. Everybody shares a Fourth of July, but nobody shares Independence Day like America. The purpose of my call is this: Obama, Michelle, and Barack both said we're going to fundamentally change America. And no one took them to task on that. No one's talking about the Michigan Safe Start plan that Gretchen Whitmer put out there. I hear no one talking about it. If you read her 17-page plan and the steps that are involved in that, we are never, ever going to get back to what we call normal. Her final step six calls for normalcy, according to her definition, if there is a cure or a yeah. vaccine. And she's going to permit, permit gatherings and permit this and permit that. Who is she to permit anything? So My point no exactly. Her, no one's taking her to task on any of these items. And I think we should not take this frivolously, but really call her to task on it. Look, Obama, get away with yeah. it and look where we're at. Something needs to be done. Yeah. And I've, I've been in sales for 35 years. I can talk about forecasts and projected sales all day long. My report card was based on what I brought to the table. What are we going to do about this? And that's my comment. Well, well thanks so you much to for your comment. And, uh, and listen, uh, call in uh, um, a little earlier next weekend, and we'll get into that, that very subject again next week. Yeah, well, please do. In, in the meantime, we are going to go to the Edwards Notebook and take it away, Derek. 
It is amazing how differently our creator views us as opposed to what globalist elites think about we the people. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards on today's page from the Edwards Notebook. God created man in his own image and gave him dominion over all the animals of the earth. Even after Adam and Eve fell from grace, God still gave us brains and expected mankind to seek his wisdom and advance positively in all aspects of life. God gave mankind the ability to acquire knowledge and expects us to recognize our unalienable rights, as did the founding fathers of the United States. Now contrast that with American leftists like former President Barack Obama, who stated, quote, For the international order that we have worked for generations to build, ordinary men and women are too small-minded to govern their own affairs, unquote. That order and progress can only come when individuals surrender their rights to an all-powerful sovereign, unquote. There you have it, folks. On one hand, God, our Creator, wants us to be as great as possible and to rule and reign with His Son, Jesus Christ, eventually, while global elites want to kick God out of society and for us to surrender to them as if they were God. Do you globalist elites? Forget about it. I'm... Ron Edwards. Check out theronedwards.com. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. And we are back, and I'm going to get to Elaine from Ann Arbor right quick. Would you, could you make it real quick, Elaine? I hope so. Hi, Elaine. Thank you for all you guys do for freedom. Uh, God gave Thank us you. our God gave us authority. My people perish for lack of knowledge. We don't know our authority, so we don't take our authority. And individually, we have authority, and we should not be looking to these people to lead us. We must lead. We know what our Constitution is. We are not to follow the laws of men, but the laws of God. Our Constitution is codified God's law. He gave us each a mouth. We are to use our mouth. She cannot silence us, nor can anybody, unless we give our authority away. And if we haven't learned after this year that the number one thing we should be saying is Independence Day, always Independence Day. If we're saying Fourth of July, we've already given, like Milt said, in our language, we've given away our authority. You are so right. Thank Pass you so it much. around. Independence Day. Independence exactly. Day. God bless you. Thank you so much. And uh, we will Thank be you, calling it Independence God Day. Bless. We want to get to Thomas right quick on from South Lines. Good morning, Thomas. Morning, guys. Love your show. Um, Good morning, Thomas. One thing I want to bring up is that uh, the World Health Organization, which is uh, basically Bill Gates' uh, little toy, he wants to vaccinate everybody in the world. He wants everybody to have a vaccination without any say-so from you. And then that's the same thing like when uh, the market of beast and they want us, if we're going to go out in the public, we want to, they're going to follow us. They're going to make sure that we are healthy. And, and if um, they want to end our money exchange to where you have a, a chip or if you don't abide by their laws, then you're, you're the outcast. And, and so they want you to, to, to live by their laws. But the true law we live by, just like your two previous callers, is, is God's the higher law. God's the one that yes. we bow down to. We bow down to no man 
in this in this world, and 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 if we give up that, you know, start not thinking that way, then we're going to be lost as a people. But the the end game, you know, the end times, as they say in the Bible, it's getting nearer, and we have to pay attention. It's not to this government stuff. A lot of this stuff, like uh, Joe from Windout said, is just you know one hand doing something while the other hand, you know, we watch one hand and the other <laughs> hand's trying to fool us. But, yes. Uh, Yes, we, well, we our, know exactly our what comes from God. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and we also know, we also know, Joe, that or, uh, Thomas, that when we uh, that when these laws are passed, they they go around uh, figuring out ways to exempt themselves from those laws. Now, we had a uh, proposed constitutional amendment at one time that would uh, address that situation. Whatever happened to that? Well, you know, possibly all these people that are, you know, people on the right, they're actually working and going to work and trying to do stuff where a lot of people on the left are, you know, sitting down in the basements, you know, smoking weed and doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yes. <laughs> well, we'll end that. Yeah. Thank you. Well said. And uh, right on at the wire, we are almost out of time. So the last thing we want to say is send those contributions to post office. Box 135, Art of Michigan, 481866, and we will see you next week, folks, and it will be another information-laden hour. Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 481365.